Hey everyone, and welcome back. The kind of sex worth having has been coming up a lot in some of the conversations I've been having with clients. I have a lot of female clients who navigated the importance of pleasure and orgasm in our conversations. Which one is more important? Can we have either one, or maybe both, or neither? The quick answer is, pleasure and orgasm are very different. They complement each other. Yani, to have an orgasm, one must be aroused. Pleasure is the journey, and an orgasm is the destination. First of all, every single one of us is different. There's a lot of shame around the topic of sex, and we aren't used to comfortably talking about it to our partners. But communication is everything when it comes to pleasure, and it doesn't have to be graphic. It can be as simple as saying, I really like it when you do this and that. And you can ask your partner what they like. Sometimes conversations that are as simple as this go a long way, and a lot of couples are happy not developing this conversation more, yet they feel their needs have been met. There isn't a formula in my opinion except honesty. Let know it's pointless to let your partner assume you like it when they do a certain thing when you really don't. Another dynamic that popped up was the fear of hurting your partner if you express how you feel. Here's the thing. Everything can sound a lot better if you say it kindly and honestly. Sex is a very sensitive topic and it can trigger feelings of rejection and that feeling is very valid. But it doesn't mean that you don't speak your truth either. Yani, instead of saying, I really hate it when you do this, maybe you can just simply focus on the things you like and navigate from there. But most importantly, I think before navigating different parts of ourselves and exploring our fantasies and our partner's fantasies, I think it's important to know the basic six principles of sexual health. And I think knowing what they are is really important. And they're also self-explanatory. Yani, they're not really complicated. The first one is consent. All individuals involved must want to be there and feel free to leave at any time as they please. The second one is non-exploitation. No one involved leverages any power and control to receive sexual gratification. Honesty, shared values, pleasure, and protection from STIs and unwanted pregnancy. When these values are in place, individuals improve their sexual life. And if any of these values aren't present, it's important to create space for them. In our culture, our parents never really talk to us about sex, except that it's aib and haram and a catastrophe if we have it before we are married. And then just when we're about to get married, that script that we've been living our whole life changes literally overnight from sex is forbidden to maybe binti, you need to be at your best and please your husband and so on. And I don't even think that fathers talk to their sons about pleasing their woman and the importance of pleasing their woman, at least from what I've seen. It's always an assumption that the woman is submissive and pleases her husband. I am not trying to start a feminist conversation. This sex talk prior marriage is an assumption from clients and people I have spoken to, and I'd be very happy to receive an upgrade on my information. How do we go from never talking about sex to talking about sex worth having? I think it's important to have conversations about sex. This does put pressure on both women and men. But the only way to know if your partner is enjoying sex with you is to simply ask. It's totally normal to feel shy and embarrassed in the beginning. But believe me, once the monkey is out of the bag, or is it the cat out of the bag? Anyway, then the conversation can quickly divert to sex worth having. 
it's important to also let go of expectations and social scripts that, for example, sex will be extremely painful the first time. Because that's subjective and depending on your partner's awareness, the level of discomfort can vary a lot. The second one is sex means intercourse and only intercourse. Sex can mean different things to different people. I've talked about it before, and I can do another episode dedicated to just this topic. The third one is, it's not sex without an orgasm. Here's the thing about orgasm. Even though it's a genital and physical reaction, an orgasm starts in the head, which is why you've heard many people say, you're not enjoying it because you're too much in your head. But if you put so much pressure on, you know, I must have an orgasm, what's going to happen? You're not going to have an orgasm because you're stressing. So instead, start focusing on what you enjoy and, ma- and ask more of it. Become more in tune with your body and your body cues. This is also a great tool for both men and women. Statistically, men experience orgasm faster than women and easier than women. However, this doesn't mean that men don't struggle with orgasms or with erectile dysfunction or even premature ejaculation. So in short, what's the kind of sex worth having? consensual sex that feels pleasurable to you. Thank you for hanging out and see you next time.